Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The breakfast brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. Time now to take a look at headlines investors will be paying attention to this morning. And helping me out today is Matt Taylor, Senior Director for FTI Consulting. Matt, good morning. Happy Monday to you. Good morning. Happy Monday. Thanks a lot for helping me out with this. Uh, First, let's look back on Friday and what we're inheriting as we head into this brand new trading week. A bit of a markets rally, the first big rally for global stocks on Friday. What a way to start the year. So we're looking at a pretty strong setup for the trading week. Yeah, exactly. And it's a nice start from, I guess, where we were a week ago, where there was still a lot of caution out there in the market with a number of those key themes surrounding inflation and higher interest rates really dominating investor sentiment. But as you rightly pointed out, we did see that first big rally for the year for markets on Friday. And it was really sparked by, I guess, this hope that the work that central banks have been doing to cool inflation Mm. might be working, that things won't necessarily have to be as aggressive as we move into, of course, uh, the rest of 2023. But as you say, uh, the Dow shooting up by more than 700 points to close up by more than 2%. Uh, the best day for the index since the end of November. The S&P 500 up by more than 2%. The Nasdaq 2.6%. And it was all around uh, what we saw in that U.S. non-farm payrolls report, yeah. uh, which did show that wages growth increased, but at a less than expected pace, 0.3% on the month for the wages growth, as opposed to the 0.4% expectation out there. So, Asian markets are really going to pick up with that lead that we got from the United States on Friday. We're seeing stock index futures trading in positive territory ahead of uh, the open for most of those Asian markets in just a little while from now. Mm. Uh, Matt, just back on the wages issue, should we be reading too much into it? I mean, it's just uh, expectation of 0.4, but it came in at 0.3%. Is this worth uh, paying attention to? Well, I guess you can't ever take these things, uh, one report, as a trend, but at least it is. It's uh, something that's moving in the right direction. So uh, it's interesting when you look at the jobs report because the base of it, at the face of it, uh, really it was a strong jobs report again, Mm -hmm. which would probably have had the opposite effect on the markets where investors would have been suggesting that the Fed still has a fair bit of work to do to try and essentially cool the economy a little bit and bring inflation down. Because as you mentioned, had the economy creating 223,000 jobs. That was a lot stronger than the 200,000 that we were expecting. Uh, We also had the unemployment rate uh, falling as well. That came in at 3.5%, down from the prior month's rate of 3.7%. But yeah, it was all around this this wages growth. So I will have to wait and see if it is a trend or if it was just uh, a one-time I guess, epiphany out Mm. there, but certainly investors uh, are hopeful that it's perhaps a sign uh, that we are seeing inflation pressures, uh, because when it comes to the wages side of the equation, uh, tempering ever so slightly. One of the effects of those uh, interest rate hikes is uh, we have seen the US dollar becoming a lot stronger. In fact, front page of the Business Times this morning talks about how uh, the USD is expected to peak against most currencies for this year, 2023. Uh, the Sing dollar is quite sensitive to that. What are your thoughts or, or what should we observe in terms of how this could potentially impact other Asian currencies? Yeah, it's interesting. You have to pay close attention to what the US dollar is doing because that was really a story over 2022 where we did see the US dollar really go from strength to strength 
because the Federal Reserve was being uh, so aggressive. Of course, we saw uh, some of the impacts of that mitigated by other central banks around the region also uh, following suit from the Fed and being aggressive as well. So, you know, there was a boost to some of those currencies too as, as a result of what we're seeing on the interest rate from there. Uh, but of course, stronger currencies across many economies in Asia can have an uncompetitive advantage if currencies get too strong. So having the US dollar stronger can provide some kind of benefit for some of those Asian economies. For instance, Japan, if you have uh, a weaker yen there, it can be advantageous to some of the sectors there. Of course, when, when it comes to this week as well, we will be continuing to look at what's coming up on the inflation front around a number of the big economies in the region. We're going to be getting inflation data out of um, Australia, monthly inflation data out of Australia and also India. We are expecting to see a downward trend in consumer prices there, but of course let's wait and see what the print comes out with Mm. uh, because, again, we could get a surprise to the upside, which is not going to be beneficial for markets. And we also have the Bank of Korea out with its rate meeting. And there's uh, some expectation out there as well that uh, the central bank there may surprise We'll pause this month and not do anything on monetary policy. Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, Bank of Korea's uh, decision out this week. Inflation data out of China and the United States. Speaking of China, travelers uh, streaming in uh, to mainland China by air, land and sea on Sunday. So this was yesterday. Of course, uh, Beijing's uh, borders uh, finally reopened uh, just in time for Chinese New Year. But uh, so, so it's an interesting one, right? You have a case of finding that balance between concern over infection cases. Yeah. At the same time, a lot of banks are optimistic because second half of the year could look quite good for China. Exactly. Well, you just have to look at some of the data points when it comes to performance of manufacturing and the Mm. services sector in the last several months uh, to reveal how much of an impact the the lockdown or the COVID zero policy that we've had in China has had because we've seen a number of those gauges in contraction territory. So uh, there is the hope out there that with things reopening, Um, And look, it's been a long time. um, And I guess you do have to weigh up that whole uh, double side of the equation where, you know, there's concern, but also, you know, sometimes you just essentially need to rip the Band-Aid off um, and get things going back again, what that will look like. And, And of course, a fair bit of optimism out there that, uh, the picture for China will, of course, improve drastically. Well, certainly appreciate your thoughts this morning. Been speaking with Matt Taylor, Senior Director for FTI Consulting. Matt, uh, thanks again. You take care and have a great week ahead. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.